You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, Episode 25, Spider-Man Casting News, and Deadpool 2. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Andy Petrie. Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 25 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hello, Brian. And so Mandy and I went to see Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. Yes, and we're going to talk about that today, and there's going to be some spoilers, and we'll let you know when we get started with it, so that if you haven't seen it yet, you definitely want to put a pause on the podcast and watch the movie before our discussion, because we are going to be revealing... Some things out of the movie, and you do not want to hear any of this until you've had a chance to see it for yourself. But before we get started there, a couple things that I saw in the news. and Well, I saw an article about the new Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man Into the Dark or Venom? Sequel not to- Into the Dark. That's the, that's the stage play. <laughs> what is it? The, uh, the- Homecoming. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, well, all right, no, I was thinking the animated one. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, or what will be the sequel to it, which, okay. forgive me, if you've not seen Avengers yet, obviously this spoils you into knowing that Spider-Man is okay by the end of Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so they have announced that Jake Gyllenhaal will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He will be playing the villain in the next Spider-Man movie. He will be playing Mysterio. Wow, okay. Of course, now that we've had like two reboots, it's been all the movies have been trying to to go deeper into Spider-Man's rogues gallery. In the first three series, we get the classics of of Green Goblin, Goblin, Dr. Octopus, we get the Sandman, and Venom out of the first movies. And then the second, we got Electro, and we got... A very brief version of the Green Goblin. Oh, that was um, that was the Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, the Amazing I haven't Spider-Man. seen either one of those. Well, they were they were good. Uh, it was it's kind of funny because it's like the first series of movies. Tobey Maguire was well, he was a good Peter Parker. He was an okay Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew Garfield in the second series, he was a really good Spider-Man. He wasn't that good of a Peter Parker. Okay. Of course, now with Tom Holland, we get the total package. He's the perfect Spider-Man, but he's also the perfect Peter Parker. And so for those who are not Spider-Man fans who don't know who Mysterio is, Mysterio is a strange character. He is sort of what I would say is he's a combination of Greg Nicotero and Darren Brown. If they had a baby and that baby went evil, that's who Mysterio is. He has a green suit with gloves and boots and he has a cape and he has a an opaque fish bowl for a head. And basically Oh. Yes. Okay. And so All right. Now I his ability, know who you're talking about. Yeah. And so basically by using movie special effects, simple robotics, magic, uh, and by magic I mean stage performing magic, a sleight of hand, hypnotism, series of chemicals and hypnotic gases, he basically casts illusions to such a degree that you don't know what's real and what isn't. 
In fact, later on, he was able to come up with chemicals that could even confound Spider-Man's spider sense. And so fighting him was always difficult because you kind of had to figure out how his tricks work so you could stop him. But at the same time, he was very good at this. And so it's going to be interesting to see Jake Gyllenhaal take on this role. It's going to be fun to see that on the big screen now. Supposedly, we're going to see Vulture again, and we may also see The Scorpion, which was another one of Mm. Spider-Man's old rogues gallery uh, because we did see in prison and he had the scorpion tattoo and so there was sort of that tip off but it's like i've been hearing rumors that they're going to bring uh, the scorpion and in, in this as well now of course with superhero movies i'm always worried when they come in with a whole bunch of villains because sometimes mm-hmm. they kind of just flood everything right but i have a lot of faith in the new spider-man movie i mean the other one was fantastic and we got getting a version of the vulture that was just amazing and so I'm really looking forward to seeing what we're going to get from Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a great actor, right. no question, mm-hmm. and taking on that iconic role and a sort of a different kind of a villain, a type you've never seen on screen before, at least in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He kind of plays off like he's Doctor Strange, but all this stuff is special effects, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to it. I guess we'll find out more as we get closer to uh, when the, the movie's going to be released, which I believe is going to be sometime in the middle of next year. Like and we're thinking before Avengers, before Captain Marvel? It's not going to be before Captain Marvel, and it's not going to be before Avengers, I don't believe, because... So we're looking next summer, really? Yeah, next summer is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. It's going to be it, It's going to be that long, because I don't think they've even started principal shooting yet. When they announced that they were in talks with Jake Gyllenhaal, I mean, they haven't nailed that down yet. So, you know, like I said, they're still working on casting the movie. They haven't even gotten the principal photography yet. So we're still a little ways away. But that gives us something to look forward to. And speaking of something to look forward to, now I know that I've mentioned to you on the podcast about Twitch, and Twitch being... Being a about video games, I yes. remember. Twitch is a it's an online streaming service like YouTube, and most of its popularity comes from people who post let's play videos where they'll be playing a video game and they'll film themselves playing it, or they'll do like a, what they call a Twitch live stream, where they'll be playing the game live and people can come up onto their feed and watch. Mm-hmm. Now, Twitch is also working on original programming, and they're trying to go the same route that YouTube is, and they're trying to use the momentum that they're getting from hmm. all the all the the gamers who are, are posting on Twitch. Well, that's it. Well, what can uh, give me an example of how you would? What kind of original programming would something like that have? Okay. Well, it's funny you should mention that because starting on the 29th of this month on Twitch.tv, they are going to stream the entirety of the old series of Doctor Who, starting with the hmm. original pilot, An Unearthly Child. And they're going to go all the way to the end of... of Cat People one? Yes, the Cat People one. Survival. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, the the seventh Doctor. Sylvester McCoy, the Mm -hmm. seventh Doctor. And so they're going to basically do a marathon. And it's going to take a few days to go through all this. But they're also going to be showing some of the episodes that have just recently been discovered and remastered, like Enemy of the World. They're going to show Mm -hmm. that. That was a Patrick Troughton episode where Patrick Troughton played two roles. He played the Doctor, but he also played this tyrant known as Salamander, the bad guy. And so Mm. when the Doctor shows up, everybody's treating him like they're seeing Hitler, because to them, they're kind of seeing, you know, he's sort of that kind of a character. See, I just would be surprised, because I would think, like, something... The, uh, I don't know. It just seems like Doctor Who wouldn't. My mind doesn't automatically go to Doctor Who. Exactly. I would think maybe like something along the lines of like Talking Dead, but but doing that with a video game. Yeah. Well, they're definitely trying to dip into the YouTube market, and I think the way they're wanting to do that is 
not only to do streaming videos and and a place to post videos, but they also want to offer programming. Now, they're not going to be, at this point, not generating program like, like YouTube. YouTube's mm-hmm. actually doing original series. Right. But I think Twitch eventually may want to do that. But I think to get people of the mind of, of watching Twitch TV to actually mm-hmm. watch TV, because I think they're going to want to get into the, the wireless cable business, is that they're getting things like, you know, like Doctor Who. So mm-hmm. if you... Or what were, uh, what was that documentary about the the boy who was playing uh, Donkey Kong? Oh, the King of Kong. King of Kong, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, uh huh. Yeah, depending on the rights to that, that might be something interesting for them mm-hmm. to show on Twitch. But yeah, I, I figure their main thing right now is they're trying to diversify as much as they can. Or they, that they John won't... Leguizamo movie that shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not sure which one you're talking about because I'm thinking about two that you might that might fall into that. Uh... As far as video games go, I only knew of that one. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, because I was thinking of a couple other John Leguizamo films that looked like video games but weren't just bad CG because oh because of the, yeah right we're talking about Tu Wong Fu. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, no I was. Joking. Uh, well, um, Twitch, there's your idea for your next live oh, stream. Yeah. There you go. John Leguizamo. Um, oh, uh, and, I, I think I know what you're talking about. The But it was a comic book movie. The, yes, Spawn. Spawn, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played but, the course, evil clown. And, yeah, he played the yeah. evil clown. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of 90 CG, which, as we know, wasn't the best. <laughs> and unfortunately, what wasn't CG was pretty messed up. I don't know how much you remember about the movie, but not much. <laughs> when uh, when the clown pulls the piece of pizza with the maggots on it and eats it, mm. let me just say that he said, "Look, you guys got one take to get this because I can't do it twice." Wow, that's method. That's method. Yeah, that that's is, method to his madness. That's some method acting right there. Yeah, that's some messed up method. Is good what for that. you <laughs> or not good for you, dude? However, but seriously, method acting can mess people up. There's <laughs> yeah, there's. There, there's a point where you got to say, yeah. "Look, I'm an actor." Yeah. Was it was it Peter O'Toole who told um who told Dennis Hoffman, "Why don't you try acting?" Oh yeah, yeah, because he was staying he was staying up uh, staying up really late and, and he, soaking in ice and doing yeah. all this stuff for the torture scenes, and he was like, "Why don't you just, just try acting? Why don't you just act it?" Yeah, <laughs> and you could you could do that. You could. So and so. Now we get to Deadpool two and spoiler alert. Yeah, definitely spoiler alert. Now, yes, guys, put it, put this on pause. Uh, come back because we are going to spill the beans, <laughs> uh, the refried beans on the chimichanga. We're going to talk about everything. And like I've said before, I don't think there's really any value to doing a beat by beat description of what the movie is. We're just going to talk about our impressions and and what we liked about the film and. What we didn't like about the film, kind of a general thing of that nature. So, Mandy, what did you think of Deadpool 2? Oh my gosh, Brian, <laughs> but as I've said about almost every movie, I freaking loved it. I mean, <laughs> right from the beginning, I was really excited about it, and it, you know, it just, it was nonstop. Oh, it did not stop, and that was great. I oh yeah, I, I mean, it was like we, it's like I said in the last podcast, the people who went to this movie, they wanted to get what they saw in the trailer. And if they could deliver what there was in the trailer, it would be fantastic. Now, of course, what we didn't know is some of the things in the trailer were absolute out-and-out lies. (laughs) Because this movie, in breaking the fourth wall, went and trolled the audience. It was great. Yeah, so, again, guys, I I told you, we're talking spoilers here. So, this is is absolutely your last chance. Put it on pause now, because I'm about to say something. But, 
you had your chance. But <laughs> for everybody who was looking forward to X Force, well, you got trolled. Yeah, we got we got X Force. Yeah, and no more X Force. Big F you, yeah. F you from X Force. So. Yes, they died within like uh, five minutes of jumping out of the airplane. <laughs> they because of high winds. Uh, they couldn't control their landing, and they all died in, in different and amazing ways. And and they were all beautiful. It was it was so disappointing. I mean, at one point in time, uh, we watched this together, and I turned to Brian and I said, "Is that Bill Skarsgård? Yes, it's Bill Skarsgård. Oh, Bill Skarsgård is dead now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. It was... oh, he was in it, and now he's in a wood chipper. Well, my... Oh my! Oh no! no. <laughs> so well, you know, the funny thing about it is, he of course he played the, the character Zeitgeist, and in a, and I feel kind of bad. Bad because I should have seen this coming because he put Zeitgeist in. Zeitgeist was a character in X-Force, and he was introduced in one comic, and they all died by the middle of the comic. Wow. And so he was, he was only in one issue, and it wasn't even the whole issue. Same so, with this movie. Exactly. Same <laughs> with the whole movie. So it's, like, it's not like they didn't kind of tip it off a little bit, but oh my goodness, if you did not see that coming at all, you're just... Oh, and then we got, was it Star... The one from the Mojoverse. Oh, Shatterstar. Shatterstar, yes. Sat- oh, Shatterstar. Yes. When he said he was from the Mojoverse, I was like, oh my gosh, we just opened this world way, way up. We did. We've got so so many places we can go. Yeah. And because me being Saturday morning cartoon in the 90s, yeah. I remember the Mojoverse, and when he kidnapped all the X-Men to make them fight each other and mm-hmm. yeah that's that's really exciting oh yeah well they've definitely like i said they definitely opened up that world but uh they'll have to of course they'll have to figure out some way to to bring shatterstar back i would think in the rest of x-force hopefully hopefully but, of course now they actually can yes mm-hmm. and so because i guess that's the great thing about deadpool is continuity really you know in the long run doesn't really matter that much well, yeah of course as somebody who's watched uh, the X-Men movies, there's a ton of time traveling that goes on in those movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they time travel more than once in these films. And so you get that issue with, you know, having problems with the continuity. And so, of course, Deadpool being Deadpool had to take mm-hmm. the piss out of it, you know. <laughs> and so we're actually going to put time travel in here, too. And, of course, he had a lot to say about Wolverine going R-rated <laughs> and being upset about that, <laughs> which was fantastic. I enjoyed the heck out of that, the... Deadpool suicide scene was amusing as all get out. <laughs> and of course, he, it starts out with that. And there's all these little bits with a butter knife in the door. And mm-hmm. he vibrates the butter knife, hits the handle, and it starts vibrating. He goes in, gets the toaster pastries and throws them away. And then and then blows himself kingdom come. But you don't know any of that stuff or the importance of any of it until Vanessa dies. Right. Yeah, and that was like toward the beginning of the movie. They, they killed Very Vanessa. Very first thing. Mm-hmm. Very first thing they did. And then that's what the credits were about. There so, were no really opening credits. They all said, um, what, what the... What the what did the, they just kill her? It's like... <laughs> Starring somebody who obviously doesn't like to share the spotlight. <laughs> the jokes, the jokes came- were great, but then, you know, we get into the meat of the movie, which right. was really exciting. And, you know, even one of the jokes which Deadpool threw out there was it is a thinly veiled um, metaphor for racism in the 60s. Yes, yeah, so when he's talking about the X-Men. Yes, right, and then in-, in the 60s it was racism, and then about in 2000 it became about the LGBT community. Right, they bring that in. It's absolutely, and we look at where the mutants were and that they were being tortured, and that is exactly what conversion therapy is like. 
Right. And they do try to torture it out of you. And uh, so it is, it's still very, very relevant. And they, they did a, a really good job of that. I, I do have to say, though, if there is going to be a Deadpool 3, I'm going to be extremely disappointed if we don't get a chance to see Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight is Canada's version of the Avengers. <laughs> like Union Jack is Captain America. For, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they have uh, uh, they have Vindicator, which he's basically well, it started out as a he, and then his wife took over, right. but has the ability to control magnetism through a suit. Mm-hmm. And then you have Sasquatch, which is basically their version of the Hulk. It's someone who has the ability to transform into a Bigfoot, okay, to a huge, uh, huge Bigfoot. And then we have Shaman, who's a Native American, or in this case, a Native North American. Right. And having Ryan Reynolds teaming up with a bunch of Canadian heroes <laughs> just so that he can throw barbs uh, at Canada, which is funny because, of course, he's from Canada. Right. It, the, the jokes write themselves. Right. And, you know, take a second, guys, go on YouTube and look up a 1990s soap opera called Fifteen. Fifteen. And little baby Ryan Reynolds is on it, and it is so <laughs> adorable. Um, I'll, I'll tell you something that I was kind of disappointed in, uh, and it's just, you know, nitpicky, me being a geek, um, the control callers. Uh-huh. I do wish they had made some sort of reference to Genosha. If they had said, this is Genosian technology, this mm-hmm. is a part of the Genosian initiative. Right. You know, given us a little bit of something, but I love the icebox. Oh, yeah. The uh, the prison for mutants, is it's great. I mean, the design of it, the look of it, they went all the way back to, to 2000, you know, having these plastic cages for these mutants. And I, right. I think they did a great job with that. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, since we're talking about the movie, you have to talk about Cable. You know. oh, <laughs> wow. My. I mean, he's not in the movie a great deal, but when he's in the movie... You feel just, like he is. He's, he's, and Josh Brolin, uh, he deserves the MVP award for acting in comic book movies this year because he, yeah. I mean, that between that and Thanos, oh my goodness, he was amazing when he was I, on screen. I, I mean, do, I know yeah, some... I really felt like this was his movie, too. Oh, you know, yeah. much like Black Panther was both Killmonger and Black Panther's movie. This was Cable's movie. This was, mm-hmm. he had just as much a story arc... As he did. any other character. I mean, the fight scenes were amazing. Of course, you know, we had one of the the directors from John Wick directing this movie. And, of course, the fight scene. And, of course, that was in the credits. Uh, directed by one of the guys responsible for killing John Wick's dog. <laughs> but, I mean, the action scenes were amazing. And I love the jabs at Domino. How was luck? That's not cinematic. And you see all these wonderful things happening all around her. And, and it really shows how lucky she is. <laughs> oh, yeah. An amazing, I mean, amazing performance by Zazie Beats there, certainly. And hopefully... Hopefully we're going to get to see a lot more of Domino. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, with the amount of money that Deadpool is making, I would say that getting a part three looks like that that's going to be a real deal. But I will definitely say that Deadpool 2 delivered everything that I was looking for in this movie. There was so much fourth wall breaking, mm-hmm. so many really good jokes, some messed up jokes. I'll never think of Winnie the Pooh again without just <laughs> having a horrible mm-hmm. image. Um and so if you don't want, if you don't want to watch 15 and you want to see baby Ryan Reynolds or at least half of a half baby half of baby Ryan Reynolds you, <laughs> you can you, watch Deadpool 2 you can watch Deadpool 2 <laughs> uh, and i have to say the basic instinct scene was really disturbing mm-hmm. yep so oh good i mean we could literally we could sit here for about just talking a, about the, the jokes hour. and the references yes oh yeah we could sit here for an hour mm-hmm. and just 
again, you know, beat by beat, go, mm-hmm. oh, that was funny, and that was funny. Just bring up the big points. Oh, the return, and in a bit of a way, the uh, reveal of Juggernaut. Yes. Not since Last Stand have we seen Juggernaut, and in one line, they throw out his entire backstory yeah. that we didn't get before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and what's great about, uh, about that character was it, you kind of had an idea that that might happen, because if you're a fan of the comics and you saw Black Tom Cassidy... That was sort of the tip to let you know that we may wind up seeing Juggernaut, mm-hmm. you know, because you get this huge monster. It's like, well, if Black Tom is there, then the Juggernaut can't be that far behind. <laughs> and what I thought was funny, I didn't know this at the time, but I, I learned this later, is that Ryan Reynolds was the voice of the Juggernaut. <laughs> they hadn't planned to do that, but they had uh, Ryan Reynolds doing some ad-libs on set for the Juggernaut. And they're like, well, dude, we'll just lower his voice and we'll let him do it. All right. And so that's why in the credits it says Voice of the Juggernaut as himself. <laughs> but there were some really interesting cameos in this movie. You know, you had the Vanisher, uh, and of course you don't see the Vanisher because he's invisible for the most part until he hits the power lines. And then, and, boom, and, split bo- second. And for a split second you see he's Brad Pitt. <laughs> and there's a scene where Cable first materializes in our world. He time travels, and he runs into a couple of guys Oh, the toilet, the toilet paper. The toilet paper There's, guy. They were sitting there talking about the toilet paper. Yeah, the one guy who was uh, sitting there talking about toilet paper is not the main course. you got to have the baby wipes. And, <laughs> and under all that makeup, didn't know it, but it was Matt Damon. <laughs> and so Matt Damon winds up twice in, the, uh, in Marvel movies. Of course, he was the actor Loki who apparently died in uh, Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And so... And then, of course, he winds up in, in this movie, which I think mm-hmm. is, just, is just amazing. It's hilarious. So. No, but who was the other guy, right? Um, uh, I think it was Alan Turing, I believe. Oh, I thought you said Alan Tudyk. Uh, I'm sorry, Al- Alan Tudyk. Okay, all right, yeah. But it's, this is definitely the kind of movie you want to see with an audience. It's, right. Also, I would say definitely for Deadpool 2, stay for the credits. Yes, stay. stay. for the credits. Don't leave. Don't I'm, It still amazes me that people leave. Mm-hmm. It's know, okay if the it's credits. the second time you've seen it. Yeah. But sit down. You know they're going to put something in there. It's like it's been 10 years for, for Pete's sake. Way back to Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely stay for that because some of the best jokes in the movie uh, in Deadpool if 2. the best jokes. Oh, yes. Or they're... the most satisfying jokes, I think. Oh, yes. Maybe not the best, but definitely the most satisfying. Yeah. I mean, people stood up and cheered. Yeah. And with, <laughs> with, with good reason. The whole ability to, as I said, clean up the timeline. And mm-hmm. we'll just, like I said, I don't really want to say more than that. I mean, I think we spoiled enough of this movie for you. But definitely, if you haven't checked it out yet, why are you still listening? I don't know. But uh, it's amazing. And and I said this to Kevin when we did our we did our real deal review on Facebook. It's a really good antidote for just the malaise and sadness that we had to deal with Avengers: Infinity War. It's just a great palate cleanser, shall mm-hmm. we say, for all the horrible stuff that that we put ourselves through. All the weeping and the wailing and the gnashing of the teeth. <laughs> From Avengers. Renting of the garments. And if you're going back to see Avengers Infinity War and, you know, you, you walk out and you're feeling kind of depressed, go pop in, watch pop Deadpool. Watch Deadpool. Watch Deadpool. It'll make you feel a heck of a lot better. So that should do it for this week. We got Solo coming mm-hmm. out this weekend, and I'm probably going to be checking it out this weekend. There's been a lot of weird buzz around this movie about some people saying this is not going to be the slam dunk that people think it is, but at this point... I think Star Wars movies tend to be a target, you know, because mm-hmm. you've seen the best of Star Wars and you've the original three. You've seen the worst of Star Wars, the prequels. So you could go either way. Mm-hmm. 
But just for Donald Glover alone, I can't wait to see him take on Lando Calrissian. I mean, I couldn't think of a better actor to step into that role outside of Billy D. Williams, the original. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's going to knock that out of the park. And it wouldn't surprise me if Lando doesn't wind up stealing the movie. Nothing against the actor they have playing Solo, but... But the fact that you said the actor playing Solo and you can't yeah. think of his name because I can't either. Right. <laughs> but... And no, Amelia Clark is in it. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm looking. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping for the best because a bad Star Wars movie isn't good for anybody. <laughs> and so we will definitely... We'll definitely talk about that next week if we get a chance to see it, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll take it from there. Right, and if it is bad, we'll blame Jar Jar Binks. Oh, there you go. And so, for Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding all you geek watchers out there that we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch podcast is a Hanging J production. <laughs>